Good? Okay, good evening. Today's uh, daf in Saita is going to be daf Zayin. We're going to begin in Vav Amad Beis, Amad Rebchista. Yesterday we spoke about the whole Maisa with Pilegesh Begiva that the, uh, her husband made her so scared of him that she had to run away and then she got, uh, she got raped and uh, there was many casualties that we're going to learn in a second that came from this whole uh, incident. So Amr of Chizda, Rav Chizda says, A person should not use excessive fear in his house. Why? This whole story with Pilegish in Giva, Her husband um, used excessive fear in his household, and because of that, she had to run away. And many thousands of Eden passed away from this whole story when there was a Muhammad between Shevet bin Yamin and other Shvatim. As the story in Shevetim uh, tells us, that there were the first two days there were over 40,000 Eden because there was the whole Muhammad with uh, Shevet bin Yamin and the rest of the Eden. So the first day, 40,000 Eden died. And on the second day, or the third day, I should say, uh, there was like 25, another 25,000. Uh, Yidin passed away from Shevet Binyamin. So Rechizda is stressing that Lo'ilam never ever use, doesn't matter what the circumstance is, don't use excessive fear in, in a household because uh, catastrophe can come from there. Now, Amr of Yudam Rav, Rav Yudam Rav says, Kol anybody uses excessive fear or too much fear in his household, so what's going to happen? Seif, who bought eventually is going to come to three Averis. Number one, Gile Arayis. He's going to come to the, to have illicit relationships. Like Rashi gives the example, is let's say the woman is, uh, she's Anida, and now the, her mikveh night, uh, she has to go Taival. And uh, she's, the mikveh, it's not like nowadays that you have hot mikvehs and beautiful mikvehs. In the olden days, it was very cold mikvehs, and it's cold. And she's going to be, she's going to tell her husband that tonight, I don't want to go to mikveh. It's too cold, the mikveh. So, and instead of her being honest and open with her husband, she's going to lie to her husband and say, I'm really Tahira, when she's really not. Because she doesn't have a normal relationship with her husband. Now, number two, we said that the th- third of is Shvich Hasdamim. Like Rashi says, is either, like we see the story of Pilegish Begiva, or sometimes she's going to be so afraid of her husband that she's just going to run away, uh, the wife is going to run away, and she's going to fall into a pit, or, uh, or like jump off a, 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 um, a bridge because she's so scared. Mechil Shabbos, or she's going to be Mechil Shabbos. Rashi gives the example that sometimes, uh, you know, the woman has to cook before Shabbos and she has to light the candles before Shabbos and, uh, or she has to cook and uh, perhaps she's going to forget something and she's so scared of, the, of her husband that she's going to light or cook uh, even after Shkia because she doesn't want to disappoint her husband. So, again, these two stories is that to make sure that uh, never, uh, never, use too, too, never use too much of excessive fear upon the members of your household. Now, another limb of Rabbi Barachana says, This that the Chacham say, now this is a Mishnah in Daflamadal and Amr Aleph. And uh, some people actually, I think it's a Svar Shemineh, they actually say this Mishnah every Arab Shabbos. Now, what's the Mishnah? Says, Three things a person needs to say uh, right before Shkia in his house. What is the first thing? Number one is Isartem. 
Like Rashi says, did a did you take off miser? Uh, you're not allowed to take off miser on Shabbos. So uh, and you have to eat. Let's say there's fruit that a person is going to want to eat tomorrow. So the the member of the, the head of the household should ask the members. He them, did you take off miser from uh, the pears? Number two, you have to ask Erev Shabbos, Eidaftim, did you, according to Rashi, Erev Chatseris, according to Teisvis, it's Erev Tchumen, but the question is, uh, let's say, according to Rashi, is did you make the Erev Chatseris that we can go ahead and carry in uh, in the courtyard? Number three, Hitlikos and Eris, did you light the candles? So all these things, uh, Rabbi Abrahana says this, that the Mishnah says that, you have, that the head of the household should ask, that should be asked, Tzarech, a person should always say this very calmly. You should say it in, in, in a very calm voice. Why? In order that people should actually accept the words of the, of the head of the household. If he's going to say it rough, he's going to say it uh, with, uh, with uh, a vengeance or with uh, people being scared from him. So nobody will listen to him. Now, Omar Rabashi says, I never heard this saying of Rabba Babrachana that you have to say it benachas. But, however, logically it makes sense, uh, I took it upon myself, that it makes a lot of sense that a person should say this benachas so that his words should be accepted. Okay, Om Ravavo, Ravavo says, A person should never use too much uh, fear in his house. Why? There was once a story that a very great man he uh, used excessive fear in his household. And the people in his household fed him uh, a gadol, a, a which means a food which is usr. Now, the Gemara says, Umanu, who was this Adam Gadol? Rabbi Hanina ben Gamliel. This was Rabbi Hanina ben Gamliel. So Rabbi Hanina ben Gamliel, he used this Amy Yaseda, and people were very, very scared of him. The people in his household didn't want to disappoint him. So it happened one time that they fed him, uh, according to, until uh, till we get into this, they fed him Amish, uh, a Michael, which is Aser. So ask the Gemara, you think that they gave Rabbi Hanina ben Gamliel a forbidden food? And the Gemara explains, Hashto behemtan shal tzadikim. If by the behemah of a tzadik, in a kodesh baruch hu mevi yodam, Hashem does not bring an error even to the behemahs of a tzadik. As we know, the famous story that the Gemara says in Chulin about Pinchas ben Yar, that once his uh, animal was hungry and they brought him, they brought the animal barley of the mai, which means Michael that they did not take off meiser, and this animal refused to eat it. He was a very holy animal. Why? Because he was the behemoth of a tzaddik. So he says, if a behemoth of a tzaddik, Hashem does not bring atakala through them, so then tzaddikim, atzman, loy kolshikim, so for sure tzaddikim, Hashem does not bring atakala through them. So if so, if so what does it mean that they gave, uh, they gave Rabbi Hanina ben Gamliel, they gave him a dover, a dover, a michel, uh, which is usr. It can't be. If a behemoth doesn't eat machal is a source of a tzaddik, for sure the tzaddik himself will never ever, even by mistake, eat machal is a source. So the Gemara says, rather what it means is that the people in his household wanted to give him, or wanted to feed him something which is usr, and Hashem saved him. Now, my new, what was the dover gadol? What exactly did they want to feed him? So the Gemara says, they wanted to feed him a, a, a limb from a, a, a living animal, which was Aser. Now, what was the story? The story was is that the servants of Rabbi Hanina, they 
lost, they, they shechted an animal, and they lost a limb of the animal. And because they were so scared to be open with him and tell him the truth, so what happened was is that they just quickly took a limb from a live animal to, and they figured that he won't, uh, he won't notice that it's Averman Achai. Why? Because they were so scared. So from here we see that Bechal, with your household, with your employees, with anybody, always make sure to never cast the Amy Yaseda because it will come back to bite you. Okay, now the Gemara says, Shalach Mar Ukva, the Rebbe Lazar. So now, after mentioning uh, the letters we said from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel, so the Gemara now, and we said that yesterday we spoke about Sirtut, that whenever you write Psukim in Atera, you always have to make sure that it has a sketch that has special lines in the Igeres, in the letter, if you're writing Tvartera. So, Shalach Lei Mar Ukva So Mar Ukva sent Rebbe Lezer a question. B'nei Adam Ha'indim Alai. So he says that you have people that push and antagonize me, they're mitzar me, they make me crazy. And he asked them, Marukva asked Rebbe Lezer, I can go ahead and now uh, give them over to the government. I can, I can master on them and I can tell them that, tell the government that what these people are doing to me. And I can get rid of my tsar. So Marukva asked Rebbe Lezer, Mao, what's the din? Are you allowed to do this or not? So what happens? Sirtut, Rebbe Lezer wrote, on a piece of paper, and he wrote lines on the piece of paper, because of lay, and he wrote to Maruk for the Pasuk and Tehillim. The Pasuk and Tehillim says, Dovran Melech says, this is in Tehillim Amates, base, Amarti, Eshmerah Drachai, Mechatei, Dovran Melech says, I said, I will be careful uh, and, and watch my ways, and, Belosheni Eshmerah, and I will keep my, uh, my mouth quiet while the wicked are before me. So Rabbi Lazar teaches up what the passing means is that even though I have a Russia uh, who's antagonizing me, then nevertheless I will keep my mouth closed uh, and not say anything. So that's what he says. I said, I said, that uh, I, even though that I have a Russia who's antagonizing me, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. So he, he basically told him, Rebbe Lazar told uh, Mar Ukva that he wrote to him, he hinted him that it's good that even though people are antagonizing you, are making you crazy, it's good to be quiet. So Shalach Lei, so Mar Ukva sent him back, but these people are making me crazy. And he basically told him that it's impossible, I'm not going to be able to handle this type of antagonization. So Shalach Leis, Rebbe Lazar, sent him back. It says in the Tehillim, Dovra Melech writes, this is in Kapitul Lamed Zayin, Pasuk Zayin, Dovra Melech says, Doim la Hashem So he touched up, Doim la Hashem, which means like, serve Hashem with, with, uh, with quietness, with, with just don't say anything. And Hashem will make sure that the people who make you crazy, who antagonize you, will basically all become like corpse, they're all going to die. Now, what did he mean? What did, what did Rebbe Lazar tell him? Hashkim v'hadri v'alei in the base of Medrash. This is a famous expression. Basically, he said, get up and go to the base of Medrash to learn Teira. V'hein and the, and the enemies, kolem alein, will go away by themselves. That minashamayim, Hashem is going to make sure that the enemies don't uh, bother you. Now, hadavri yatsam v'pi'alei This came out from the words of the Rebbe Lazar's mouth and unasanun l'gniva and the person who was uh, fighting with uh, Marukva, whose name was Geneva, 
they basically put him in koiler, they put him into, into, um, uh, into like chains, into, and he was taken away to be killed. So, um, so basically, we see that, uh, that sometimes when you have enemies and you have people that are antagonizing you, making you crazy, so the best way is not to fight with them, but rather just to, like he says, Hashkin v'hayr v'alein the Beis HaMedrash, go to the Beis HaMedrash, and v'hein kolem aleim, they'll go away from you. Okay, um, now the Gemara brings another story in Mar'ukva, also that has to do with, uh, with another case, which we already spoke about this in uh, Saita, and now the Gemara uh, basically repeats the sugya. Now, Shol Cholei Mar'ukva, they, Mar'ukva sent... To him, um, sorry, the, the Gemara says they, they sent the following question to Marukva. What was the question? The question was, is Zimra, when somebody sings, let's say, um, singing, we know is forbidden. So he says, Zimra, Zimra singing in, let's say, in a, in a, a house of joy, what's the source that singing is Asr? So, Sirtut, the cause of the whole. So Marukva, he wrote on a piece of paper, uh, and he had, and which had Sirtut. Because of the who, and he brought the pasuk that says, "Al tismach Yisrael al gil ka'amim." Pasuk in Yeshaya says, the Navi says that you should not be happy like the simcha of goyim. So what do we see from here? We see clearly that you cannot be happy in in a. Uh, you're not, I'm sorry, you're not allowed to sing. Al tismach Yisrael gil ba'amim. You're not allowed to sing in the house of uh, festivity. So Friday Gemara v'lishlech lehu mehacha. Why did Marukva quote the pasuk of Yeshaya? Why not quote this pasuk? that it's usher to sing in a, a festive house from the Pasuk in Yeshaya. This is a Pasuk in Yeshaya Chavtes, Chavdal uh, Tes. The Pasuk says clearly, Bashir that when you drink wine, you should not uh, sing. And what does that mean? Bashir Yemar, it should be bitter. Sheikh of beer for those who drink it. So it says clearly in the Pasuk that one is not allowed to, um, when he drinks wine, to sing. So that's there's your there's your mucker that uh, singing in a base mish, in a in a in a uh, in a house of festivity is usher. So why not bring? Why didn't he bring that pasuk? So the Gemara says, Imahu, if he would have brought that pasuk, Hava mina hani mili zimra demana. You would say that dafke singing with instruments that's usher. For example, let's say with a, with a harp or with a Different instruments, I would think that, that that's what the Pasuk is re- referring to. Bashir Yayin is referring to with instruments. Ava Pume Deshari, but let's say with your mouth, just uh, sing without instruments, I would think that that's not a problem. Kamash therefore, Marufa teaches us by bringing the Pasuk in Yehesheya that it's Usr, every type of Simcha is Usr, even singing without uh, instruments. And obviously, the question is what's the heter nowadays to sing? So there you have Ramesha Feinstein and other. Uh, say that the hetter is that uh, a few hetter. Number one is that singing is, is like a type of remedy. It's a type of uh, rufua nowadays because people can't last without music. So when it comes to rufua, that's 100% mutter. Also, another hetter is that if it's psukim, if it, has to, if it brings you close to a Yiddishkeit, um, like in a lot of uh, songs nowadays, so then it's mutter. And when I was speaking about singing, that's talking about stam singing uh, songs that have nothing to do with, uh, with uh, bringing a person closer to Yiddishkeit. Okay. Um, now, Omar lay Rav Huna Bar Nosan Rav Ashi. Rav Huna Bar Nosan tells Rav Ashi, Maidik Siv. What is the Pasig? The Pasig in Yeshea says, this is in Parak Tasvav, 
Pasuk of Beis. The Pasuk says, Kina v'dimayna v'ad ada. What are these? What are these? These are like, uh, we're going to see in a second, it's cities in Eretz Yisrael. So he asked him, Avhuna Barnasan tells Rav Asher, what is this Pasuk? Kina v'dimayna v'ad ada. What are these Pasuk? Psukim. So Amadei Rav Asher says, Masvasa d'Eretz Yisrael k'chashev. These are cities in Eretz Yisrael, which the Pasuk uh, lists, and these are uh, names of cities in the Nachala of Yehuda. So Amar Lei, Ravuna, Barnas, Ravuna, who is this? Ravuna Barnasin tells Rav Ashi, what's this Pasuk? So Amar Lei, he says to Ravuna Barnasin, Otu ano lo yedayna de masvasa de Eretz Do I not know that these Pesukim are, that these Pesukim are, that these cities, I'm sorry, are cities in Eretz Yisrael? So obviously it means something else. Elo, Rav Gviya Margiza, rather Rav Gviya, who came from the city of Argiza, Amar ba taima. He said the reason that what does it mean? Kina v'deimana v'arada. He said a kol sheish lekina chaveri. Anybody who has um, jealousy on his friend. In other words, he's upset. Uh, he's uh, he's upset on his friend that his friend really, really was mitzar him. He made him. He, he caused him a lot of pain. And nevertheless, v'deimem. He keeps quiet. He doesn't say anything. So sheich and adiad oisil edin Hashem, who's adiad, will save him. Um, from his friend and basically punish his friend. So Rav Huna Barnasin wanted to know what Rav Ashi uh, said on this drasha. Okay, so that's what he says. So again, so Amr Rav Huna Barnasin Rav Ashi, what does it mean? Kina v'deimana v'arada. So he explained that somebody who has kina on his friend, but v'deimana keeps quiet, then he'll be zeicha to v'ad ada that Hashem was adiyad will save him and punish his friend. So Amr lay So now Rav Ashi tells. Ravashi tells Ravuna, if you're going to say that, that these words don't mean literally, but rather it's telling me uh, something else. So now the question is in the same parak in Pasuk Laman Aleph, I have the Pasuk that says Tsiglag, Umatmana, Visansana, which are all, also three names uh, in the city. So, Hachanami, are you going to tell me also that you're going to darshan that they mean something else? So the Gemara says, Amalei, so he told him, if this man, Rav Gavia from Argiza, was here, have Omar Batayma. He for sure would have said the reason of why the Navi calls Tziglag Umadmana Vesansana. Okay, so Rav Acha from Chazor, he says that what the Pasuk means is Kol Shiesh like Tzakas Legima Alchavere. Anybody who has like a, a, um, a Taina. That his friend uh, stole from him or is taking away his parnasa, right? He's, he, he's upset that his friend is mamish uh, taking away his parnasa. He's being masig vul. Yet he keeps quiet. So then, Sheikh and Basne, in other words, Hashem, who as we know, he resides in a thorn bush, as we know the story by Mishnah Benu. So what's going to happen is, Sheikh and Basne, Isladin, Hashem is, himself is going to save, this, save you from this person and he's going to pay back the person. Um, there's no need to act on it. Rather, Hashem will take care of you. So that's what it means. Tzigleg, that Hashem, that this person is like taking away uh, your, your, um, your panasa, umatmana, and yet you keep quiet. So who's going to help you? Visansana, Hashem is going to help you who resides in a snap. Okay. So now that we mentioned that it's forbidden to sing after the Chorban bias was destroyed. So now the Gemara speaks about another Isser um, that was instituted by the Chorban. So the Mara says, 
Kilila means it's like a type of crown that they make for the chasanim, which again, we spoke about this in, at the end of Saita, that from Tesalmet base. So uh, they used to make a type of crown for the heads of the chasanim. And they would make it out of gold and silver and it had beautiful colors and it was made out of, like we said, gofris vamelach. It was a very nice crown. So the Rishkulusha tells Ravuna, Kilila, this crown that they make for the chasanim, minalan the asr, what is the source? that it's usher for a chasen to wear this crown nowadays because of the chorben it should be usher so what's the source and we know it's usher so the question is what's the source so Amar Lehi so the Ravuna tells the Reish Kulusa that the isser is mid Rabbanon that it's the Takanas Chachamim in other words there's no source Menatera but it's usher mid Rabbanon but now we learned in a Mishnah and this is a Mishnah we just had on incited Mem Tesem and Aleph the Mishnah said that Pumus shall Aspionis, in the time that Aspionis uh, made a siege around Yerushalayim to conquer Yerushalayim, so Gozra Atar Atres Chasanim, they made a Xeda on the crowns of Chasanim, and Vala Idus, and on, on the instruments that you cannot play them in a festive house. Chacham made a Xeda that you cannot, Chacham uh, made a decree to be Memayit Besimcha, so they said, that when it comes to the crown of the king, the crown, I'm sorry, of chasanim, and to instruments, you're not allowed to play this in, it's a professional mission, you're not allowed to play this in a, uh, in, in a house of simcha. Okay, so this is what, again, so Rishlesh Kulusa asked of Huna, asked of Huna, and of Huna answered him that it's Xerim that I've I seen in a professional mission. So now, now, in meanwhile, Rahuna got up to go to, go to the restroom. So now, Rahuna tells the Rish Kulusa, what are you saying? It's Midrabon. You have a Befedish Apostolic that says that it's also to wear crowns after the Khurban of the Besamidish. This Apostolic says, Hashem said, remove this. A turban, and take off this atara, and we're going to explain exactly what this pasuk means. Those who are low, pick them up, and those who are high, hashbil. So the Gemara says now, and, and the Gemara explains this pasuk. Now, what is it saying that? What's the connection, I'm sorry, between the mitznefes of the Kayin Gadol or the Big Day Kohuna to the actual atara? Allah, rather, the Pasuk is telling me, when the Kayin Gadol is wearing the Mitznefes in the base of Migdash, when the base of Migdash is Kayim, then Atara Berish Kolodim. Then every person, every Chosun could wear this Atara. However, Nistalka Mitznefes Merish Kayin Gadol, once the Mitznefes of the Kayin Gadol is off, then Nistalka Atara Merish Kolodim, then every person has to stop wearing the atara, and therefore the chasanim who wear the atara, they have to stop wearing. So the chayra, this is a befeidish mocker from Tanakh, that it's usher um, for chasanim to wear the ataras when the basement is destroyed. That's what Rebchista tells the Reish Kolusa. Now, now, then Ravuna came back from the restroom, and Ashkichinu Davi he saw that Rebchista and the Reish Kolusa were sinning and discussing this pasuk, so Amar Leid of Huna tells Rebchista Halekim. Halekim is an expression of like I swear to you that the Isra is only midrabbanan. In other words, it's a zeres chachamim. There's no source whatsoever in the Torah that it's also to wear this atara. 
and he explained that the pasuk means that it's going on uh, that uh, that it's that eventually the kahuna is going to be bottle hosram nefes and the malchus is going to be bottle when sitkio melech comes ella rather what does he mean chizda so what do you say nevertheless um, when he, when Rechizda explained the pasuk chizda shmach v'chizidon milach he said your name is chizda and you and you are saying nice things um, but you should know that there's really no source min hatayra. Then the Gemara says, Ravina Ashkei the Mar, but Ravashi Ravina found Mar, but Ravashi to have a Godel Klila Lebarte. He made this type of. There's a Machlek is what 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 this is, but let's say it's a type of either type of uh, crown or a type of chair. So Ravina found Mar, but Ravashi that he made this uh, crown for his daughter, who was uh, for his daughter's Chasana. So Amarle, so Ravina said, La Mar. Do you not hold of the pasuk that says Hasra Mitznefes that after the Khorban, when the Kohen Gadol is not wearing the Mitznefes anywhere anymore, so then you, a person cannot wear Atara, which means that the uh, Chayra, your daughter, who's a Kala, should not be wearing this. So Amarle, so Mar Baravashi, so Amarle, so Mar Baravashi says the Isra is Dumya the Kohen Gadol, which means that it has to be similar to the Kohen Gadol, which is Begavra. Who could be a Kohen Gadol? It's only a man. So somebody who's similar to the Kohen Gadol, which is a man, that he's, then he's also to wear the Atara Ava Menashe. But in regards to the woman, Loy, there's absolutely no Isser for a Kala at her Chasana to wear these Ataras. Okay, so now we brought this Pasuk that says, Hashem Alikim, And then we said, the Pasuk says, Zeis Loy Zeis. So the Gemara says, My Zeis Loy Zeis. What does the Pasuk mean by saying Zeis Loy Zeis? So some some he sometimes he said this in the name of Rabashi. And sometimes he said this in the name of Rabashi. What do you say? And Hashem said to the Yidin, take off the Mitznefes and take off the Atara. So the Malachim said to Hashem, this is what you're doing to the Yidin. You're telling them to take off the Mitznefes and the Atara. These Yidin, they had such mysterious Nefesh that they said, This is what like we just uh, spoke about this in Shavuos, the Gemara Shabbos, uh, So the Chayra, they had uh, such mysterious Nefesh. Why would you do this to them? So Hashem said, uh, these Yidin, they deserve it. That they were, that they took the high things and they uh, they made it. They took the low things and made it high. In other words, they 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 were mechabed other gods and they were mezalzel in Hashem and they midut selam and they put an avodah in the heichel. So therefore, they deserve now that uh, the the ataras and uh, and the and the mitznefes should be taken away from them. Sometimes he said this in the name of Rav Ami, and sometimes he said this in the name of Rav Ami. He said, what is the Pasek in Nachum that says, Hashem said, Now what does this Pasek mean? So he tied it up like this, he said, like, if a person sees that he has the exact amount of parnasa which is needed. In other words, Hashem gave him, he could pay his bills, but he doesn't have anything extra to give tzedakah. He has enough to pay his bills, and that's it. Like, he, like, like the expression in English is, he, he lives, like, paycheck to paycheck. So, the, the, the Navi is saying is, Yasim hen tzedakah, nevertheless, he should 
give tzedakah. As the as the, as the Yankiv explains from the Gemara, the Kolham Arachim Al Abrius Merachim Olam Neshmain. Anybody who has Rachmanis on uh, on Hashem on, on on the Brius of Hashem, Hashem has Rachmanis on them. So when a person, so that's what it means Im Shleimim. If a person is Shalim, so what should he do? Bechen Dabim Bechen Nagoizu. That what should he do? He should give tzedakah. He should like shear a little bit, uh, like like you know, like when you shear the sheep, you you graces the sheep. So uh, what you should do is that even if you're only living from paycheck to paycheck, the you should you should share off some of that and give it to tzedakah. And the navi is saying if the culture can share and for sure when you have more than your necessity, when you have more, then you should give that more than that's needed. That's what it means for So again. Hashem is saying, Im shleimim, if a person is shalim, he has what he needs, and for sure, he has more than he needs, then he should share off and give, uh, give some of that to tzedakah. So the Gemara asks, What is the expression? He shares it and it passes. So Anybody who like, cuts away, who shares away from his property, and he makes he gives tzedakah. So the Allah, so what's going to happen is is number one is so what's going to happen is nitzal medinis shlagenim he is going to be saved from gehenim. So that's what it means. That if he is shears off from his property and he gives tzedakah, so then ve'avar he's going to be saved from gehenim. And he says marshal This is a a marshal of let's say two two. Um, Two sheep that were walking in the water. Now, Achas Kezuza, so you had one Rochel, which was sheared. In other words, she, she, they, they were, the, the, the hair was off. Achas Enei Kezuza, and one here, and one, and one sheep was not sheared. So, what happens? Kezuza Avra, the one that was sheared, that was able to go B'Shalem. And Ushe'enei Kezuza, and the ones which is not sheared, like Avra does not is not able to pass by the water because since the sheep, the sheep, the the wool on the on the sheep is so heavy, the sheep like drowns in the water. So the same thing is by a person. If a person is going to be goizes, is going to take away from some of his rochush and give it to tzedakah. So then, what's going to happen? He's going to go b'shalim and he's going to go in elam habo b'shalim without any punishment. But if he is keeping on to his nechasim, then in other words, he's 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 too much weight. So he's going to, when he comes to Ilam Mahaba, he's not going to be able to handle it. He's going to, he's going to uh, drown. Okay, then the Gemara brings the end of the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, uh, the Pasuk says, So we're holding now Daf Zion Amit Beis. It says, and though I have afflicted you. Now what does it mean, though I have afflicted you? Even Ani, even a poor person who he himself um, gets his sustenance, gets his livelihood from Tzedakah, Nevertheless, Yasa Tzedakah, he also should give Tzedakah. So that's what it means. Um, like we said, Nagoizu, Vinisach, that even he himself is suffering and he himself needs Tzedakah, nevertheless, he should also give uh, Tzedakah. Then the Pasuk says, Loi a'anech oit, I will afflict you no more. So, Tanah Rabbi Yisaf, Rabbi Yisaf says, What does that mean? That Shuv in Maran Simone Aniyas, that when a person uh, gives uh, charity to others, Hashem will no longer show him signs of Aniyas. Show them signs of poverty. Yeah. Okay, so Adkan the Sugya of, uh, of uh, you know, we got into a little Agadita over here, and now we're going to go back to um, the Mishnah.
we said that uh, we're holding Zion Ahmed Bey's the third line, Rabbi Yehuda Aimer. Okay. So Rabbi Yehuda Aimer, Rabbi Yehuda says that Mirekem the Mizrach from Rekem, from this place Rekem, and when you go uh, eastwards, so that's considered like Chutz Arts. And then Rabbi Yehuda said that Akoi, when you go in Akoi and you go north uh, of uh, Akoi, that is considered also like Chutz Arts. So now the Gemara asks, Lememra, is this to say the Aku Litzvene, the Eretz Yisrael, Kaima? Is this to tell us that Akoi is on the north of Eretz Yisrael? What does it say? That Akoi, when you go Akoi and you go north, that's considered like Chutz Laaretz. So the Gemara, which implies that Akoi is on the north of Eretz Yisrael. So the Gemara says, Urimina, I'm going to ask you, Astira, to, uh, from, uh, from Abraisa to our Mishnah. What does the Abraisa say? If somebody was walking from Akoi to Kiziv. If you look in the pictures, Rashi has a... I'll post a better picture on the WhatsApp from, uh, from Dafa Chaim I saw today. So there's a better... I'll post it in a minute. Um, but basically, when somebody is going from Akoi to Kiziv, so the din is like this. So Miminoi, from his right... From the, when he's going right, when he's walking from... And he's going on the right side, then the is when he goes on the right side eastwards. So then the, the, the way is Mishum Number one is we know the din is that any land outside of Eretz Yisrael has the din, it's tummy. Automatically it's tummy. Why? Because the Chachom realized that the, the Goyim were just burying people and they were not like identifying, uh, they just buried people right and left and they weren't identifying who's like no Kfarim. He didn't know what's a caver, what's not a caver. So the Chachamim made a and said that all, all uh, lands of Evdik Echavim are all Tomei. So that's number one. So since, so he's saying is that, uh, that if a person was going from Akit to Kaziv, so Miminoi, from the land from his right, which is the Mizrach HaDerech, which is east, Tmeya, it's Tomei, why Mishum, number one, because of Eretz Amin. Because it's, it has the din of Chutz Aretz. And Chutz Aretz is Tomei because it's like the Goyesha land. Now, number two, since it's not part of Eretz Yisrael, Upturim and Amaiser. It's also Potter from Meiser, Meiser Ishin, Meiser Sheni, Meiser Oni. It's all Potter. Why? Because only land, only um, produce which grows in Eretz Yisrael, that's Chayv in Meiser. And number three, Umen Shvis is also Potter from Shvis of Shmita. That you're not allowed to work the land in, uh, in Shmita and these uh, different halachas, it's Potter. Uh, why? Because it has the din of chutz la'aretz. Now, the klal is, the b'risa says, until you know specifically, that this piece of land is chayv and maishr and shviz. In other words, that unless a bucky is going to come and say that I know for sure that this land is Eretz Yisrael, you can rest assured that in the east part of, of when you go, and you go from Akut to Ziv, and you're going east, so on the right, and you're going right, you should know that that is like Chutz Aretz. Now, then the Brisa says, Mismaylei, but when you go on the left side from Akri to Kaziv, so then, Lamaydev Haderech, when you're going west, so then the Allah is like this. First of all, Tahirim Yishum Eretz Amim. You should know it has the din of Eretz Yisrael and Star. Number two, V'chayev is B'maysu V'shviz. It's also Chayev and Maysu V'shviz. Why? Because it has a din of Eretz Yisrael. And also, and the same thing, Achivad Lachosh, Heep Tur, unless you know for sure that this land is not Eretz Yisrael. Now, the Brisa says, Ad Heichon, okay, so now, where exactly 
is, you're saying, where is exactly um, is the borders of, uh, you're saying from the, from the, from the west, of Eretz Yisrael, exactly where does it stop? So the Gemara says, Ad Kaziv. In Kaziv, Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Aviv, he says, Ad Lav Lavoi. So what do you see from this Bryce? So you're telling me that basically from Akoi and, and onwards north is the Chutz Aretz. But here, the Bryce says clearly that it's much further. If you look in the maps, um, so if you look in the map over here, it says you have Eretz Yisrael. On the right side of Eretz Yisrael is Akoi. Rashi makes a picture. And then, okay, well, this is an answer. But then you have uh, after Akoi is Kziv. So our Bryce our mission is Mashma that Akoi is Mamish Chutz Aretz. But the way that he puts it over here is that where is the borders is Kiziv or it's in Lavlavoy, which is a lot further than Akoi, which, which would imply from this Brisa that Akoi for sure is part of Eretz Yisrael. So Amra Baya, Baya says that Ritsua Nafka, there was like a, a strip, a, a, a strip that extended northward from Akoi, which is still considered part of Eretz Yisrael, but you should know the general border um, is, uh, is, uh, is Akoi. So in other words, this strip that extended from uh, northwards from Akwe, that's part of Eretz Yisrael, but in general it's Chutz Aretz. So the Gemara asks, for Yosef Tana Simone Hachi, and would the Tana the Brisa provide a sign in this manner for an area just of a strip of land? So the Gemara says, and yes, absolutely, why? Kura Nami Yoiv Simone, because if you look, uh, the Pasuk themselves also gives a sign. What does the sign say? The Pasuk says, Vayemru Hine Chag Hashem Vishiloi Miyom Yomimo, which means, behold, there is this feast of Hashem from the year to year in Shilei. Which is on the north of Basel, on the east side of the highway that goes up from Basel to Shechem, on the south of Levina. He says, to the east of the highway. Now, what do we see from this Pasik? that there's an area as narrow as a road that can be used as a sign. Al-Kapanim, you see that sometimes Sukkim do give, um, do give uh, signs in a certain place. Okay, so now, the next part of the Gemara, the Mishnah, uh, we learned that somebody who brings a get from Medina Sayam to Eretz Yisrael, so the theme of the Mishnah is, the take of the Mishnah is, he has to say, B'fani Nichtav, now the Gemara is going to give in a case of let's say somebody who's bringing the get um, on a ship. He's bringing it on a ship, uh, and the Gemara is going to bring two brises which the contradict each other. Now, what are these two brises? So the Gemara says, "Tani Choda." It was taught in one brisa. Hamevi get besfina. Somebody who brings a get, uh, and he's on a boat. He's in Eretz Yisrael, and he's bringing the get. Let's say he wrote the get on the boat. Or he received the get um, on the boat. Uh, so the halacha is, and he's bringing it now to Eretz Yisrael. So the halacha is, can maybe bear Eretz Yisrael. It's like he brought the, uh, like he's bringing the get in Eretz Yisrael on dry land. And we know somebody who brings a get in Eretz Yisrael does not need to say, And another b'risa says that when a person brings a get or received a get on a boat and now he's bringing it to Eretz Yisrael, so Kimevi Bechutzlaritz. It's like he brought it from Chutzlaritz, and he doesn't have to, he does have to say the words Bafanenichtav or Bafanenichtam. Now, so you make up your mind when you are on a boat, and let's say in Eretz Yisrael, and you're bringing the get. What? How far from the from the from the land? 
Right, but, but here, okay, so till now we think that basically the person is in the boats in Eretz Yisrael, and he is, let's say, on the, whatever, he's on a cruise, and the guy says, hey, I want you to be a shleich leilacha to go and bring this get to my wife, but he's in a boat. So one b'risa says, it's like in Eretz Yisrael, the land, the boats in Eretz Yisrael, it's like, uh, it's what? He doesn't need to say funny, and, and it's mashma and another b'risa, he doesn't need to say funny. So, Om Rabbi Yirmiya, Rabbi says, like Kasha, it's not a question. Why is it not a question? It depends. We have a machlekes between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbanan. The Tanan, we learned in a Braisa. Afar chutz la'aretz, habab la'aretz. If a person uh, brought, let's say he has soil from outside of Eretz Yisrael, and he brings this soil from outside of Eretz Yisrael into Eretz Yisrael, uh, and it's brought on a boat to Eretz Yisrael, so the halacha is, anything that grew in that soil, he's obligated to sign Meiser and Shvis. Now, why? Because he holds that the soil is considered part of Eretz Yisrael once it arrives in Eretz Yisrael. Which means that uh, the plants growing in Eretz Yisrael are considered part of Eretz Yisrael. So now, the Chachamim hold that once something is in Eretz Yisrael, it's considered like Eretz Yisrael. Now, Om Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi says, no. Amosai, when do I say that when, when plants or when soil is brought on a boat from, from Chutzla Eretz, Eretz Yisrael on a boat, I say that it's considered uh, like it's part of Eretz Yisrael, it was Mansha Svina Geisheshes. It's only when the boat is like skimming, in other words, the, 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 it, it's, it's on the seafloor, which means it's way down in the water. It's like Mamash on the, on the, in the shallow waters. Ava Eina Svina Geisheshes. But if the boat is not skimming the sea, then putter, it's exempt. So the Chachamim, they hold that the boat is considered to be like Eretz Yisrael with regards to Gitin. They, so this that we say that the Braises says, that when you bring a get Besvina as the din of Eretz Yisrael, so they're going to hold like, they're going to hold in accordance with the Chacham of our Mishnah that holds that the boat is not like Eretz Yisrael for for. for uh, let me just explain a little better. So we have we have the brisa. We have like this. We have what the first and second brisa. So he says like this: the second brisa, which taught Rabbi Yehuda that the, the rivers is like Eretz Yisrael, and the first brisa, they the first brisa which says maybe get Bisvina is maybe Eretz Yisrael. That is the Kshitas Chacham. Now, where do we see this? So I have a mission in Chala which says again the dust of Chutz Aretz. If you bring a soil from Chutz Aretz that you bring in a boat to Eretz Yisrael. Now, it's mashma that, that just to explain a little clearer, because obviously if soil is brought into Eretz Yisrael and you plant in Eretz Yisrael, for sure it has the din of Eretz Yisrael. So here the vort is, is that it was growing on the boat. The, the, yeah, the, the, the fruit was growing on the boat. So the chiddush is, chayibemeiser ubeshvis, it has its chayvim ice and shvis. Why? Because I assume that the rivers of Eretz Yisrael have the din of Eretz Yisrael as well. Okay? Now, Rabbi Yudha said. Now, right, so Rabbi Yudha says, when is he chayv in ice and shvis? It's only when the actual svina is touching the, the ground. So I say that if the boat is touching the ground, and now that the soil is touching the, the, the plant, is touching the boat, which is touching the ground, so, so then it's, it's considered part of Eretz Yisrael. But if the Sfin is not skimming the ground, then it's putter from Meisr and Shri. So what do we see from here? I see that according to Yehuda, the water is considered a chatzitza from the, from the ground. 
So it comes out, it's analogous. So the two Bryces, one Bryce says that a get that was written in a boat um, is talking about, so like this. And then the, bo- the, the Bryce which says that it has the din of Eretz Yisrael, that's talking about what? That when the boat is, is uh, skimming. And the first Bryce which teaches us that the get, that the, the din of the get is like um, written Eretz Yisrael is talking about the shittas of the Chachamim. And the second b'risa, which teaches us that the get um, is in the Chutz that's according to shittas of Yehuda, which he holds that the rivers in Eretz Yisrael are not like um, Eretz Yisrael in regards to Meiser and Shvis. Therefore, also in regards to Dinim, they don't have the Din of Eretz Yisrael. Okay, so now that's one way to explain the stita of the Bryson. Now, Abaya Amar, Abaya says, BMS, both prices are the opinion of Rabbi Huda. And it's not a question. Here, the Bryson, where the soil is considered outside of Eretz Yisrael, is talking about when the boat is not skimming the seafloor. And Khan, and there in the Bryson, which says that the soil is considered like Eretz Yisrael, that's referring to his Manchas is talking about when the Svina is, is touching it. So I guess when you are maybe get this Svina and we're saying this can maybe be that's talking about if it's touching the floor. But this that we're saying that I maybe get uh, on a boat from Chutzla Aretz and we're saying it does not have the dinner of is talking about when it's not touching the ground. Okay. Omrev Zerir Zerir says, Otsuts Nakov, Amunachagabe, you say this. If you have, Otsuts is like a flower pot. But it has a hole in it. Now, for beauty, they used to take this flower pot, put it like let's say on stilts, on you say this, on pegs. And, but it had a hole in the the flower pot, so it wasn't really connected to the ground. It was like on uh, on stilts in the air. So Reb Zayir says, We're going to come to the same machlekes between like Reb Yehuda and the Rabbanon. One second, sorry. Um, what's the machlekes? So he says, just as the Chachamim hold that the soil is considered attached to Eretz Yisrael, even if the boat does not actually touch the sea, right? The Chachamim said it always has the din of Eretz Yisrael. The same would apply to this Atzitz on pegs that has the din of, uh, of Eretz Yisrael. In other words, that it's considered part of the land. And the, and the Rabbi Huda holds that in both cases, the soil has to actually come in contact with the earth in order for it to be considered a, machle, a, a part of Eretz Yisrael. So again, this case, um, does, it have, does it have the din? Does it have, so, so this Otsus Nokif, it's, it's in Eretz Yisrael, um, so what's the word? So it has, it's not connected to the ground, right? It, but, well, it's not connected to the ground, but it has the avir of Eretz Yisro. It's, it's not touching, but it still it gets its nourishment from the avir. So, so in regards to, so now the question is, it has to be part of Eretz Yisro in order for it to be Mechaev Meiser. But, but it's not touching the ground. So he says, so what, what will be the din? So it will be totally in a machlekes between Rabbi Huda and the Chacham. If you hold, the Chacham are going to hold that always, whenever you have 
the boat in the sea, it's considered like it's part of Eretz Yisrael, which means the Naharis of Eretz Yisrael are Eretz Yisrael, and they're going to hold the same thing, which is Altsusnokiv, that also it's going to be, even though it's not on the ground, it's going to be considered part of the ground. Mashenk, and according to Rabbi Huda, he's going to hold that. Hmm? So just like, just like Rabbi Huda holds that in regards to if it grows on the Sfina, it's putter from water if it's not touching the water. It's the same thing if it's not touching it, if the plant is not touching the actual ground, so it will be putter. Fine. So that's who says this, or Zeri says this. Amar Rav, Rav says no. Maybe that's not really true. Now, Atkan, like Amar Rav, Yudah, Hasem, Elad, Bisvina, maybe over there, in the Mishnah Chala, when you have something growing on the, on the boat, which is not touching the ground, so over there he's going to hold that if it's not touching the ground, it's Pater, Mermeister. Why? Ella, only in regards to something which is grown, Bisvina, Davchesom, and Aleph, on the actual boat, Ha'osu, Yilivreach, because a boat... We know a boat, uh, it travels. It doesn't, uh, it's, 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 it's always moving. So since he holds that on a boat, Abiyuda holds that, uh, that calls man that it's not really in the ground and it's just on the boat and the boat is moving, it doesn't really get its nourishment from the ground. As long as, as, long as the boat is not skimming the floor, so he's going to hold over there that it's not Mechuyev Ma'isir because at the end of the day, the boat is moving around and it's not getting the nourishment from the ground. Aval Otsis, but when it comes to this, uh, this uh, flower plot, pot which is situated on pegs, it's not made to actually run away. Maybe Rabbi Huda will not hold this. Rather, maybe he'll agree that in such a case, it's Chayev and Maishin Shvis, even though it's not touching the ground because at the end of the day, it's in one place. That's one way to learn it. Inami, and also you can make a difference between the Otzitz and the Sfina, in another case, that Arkan, like Komer Rabban maybe the Chachamim hold over there, in the Mishnah, that when something grows, it's Chayvim Aiser, Vishviz, Ela Besfina, Dafke, by a boat, the Loi Mafsika Avirei, which you don't have the ear, to, which makes a separation between the boat and the Karko. The Mayo Kiara Smichta Damia, because the water is like thick ground. In other words, I, I say, that the water is like a chelik of the ground. So it's kilo, like it's touching the, the, like it's touching the ground. So maybe dafka over there, they hold that even if it's not, uh, if it's not gusheshes, uh, it's still getting its nourishment from the ground. Avotzitz, but when it comes to the flower pot, which is on the, on the pegs, the mafsik avira, which you have the wind, or I should say the ear, which is mafsik between the thing which is grown and the karko, loy, maybe the chachamim will not agree. Okay, let's just do, what time is it? Let's just do a quick hazard and then we'll take a, a minute break and start the next number. Okay, so basically we started today, we brought a, uh, let's find the place. Okay, so we, we brought this whole mice of Pilegish uh, Begiva, so Rav Chista said that a person should be very careful not to uh, scare his household too much because we see the whole mice of Pilegish Begiva that he scared his wife, she ran away and thousands of Yidin in, in Shevet Binyamin passed away from this. Then he said another thing, Rabbi Yudam Rav says that anybody who puts an excessive uh, fear in his house, so eventually he'll come to three Averis, he'll come to Arayis because his wife will not really say that she's tar, Shvichas Domim, that uh, like we said, the Maise Begiva, or like uh, the, husband, the wife's going to run away and she's going to fall in a pit or jump off a bridge. 
And the third thing is Chil Shabbos because she's not she's just going to be Mechal Shabbos to make her husband happy, as Rashi explained. Then Rabbi Baruchona said this: that the Chachamim, the Mishnah said that three things you have to say on Shabbos. Number one, Isartem Midaftem Midlikos and Eres. You have to say this Be Nachas. So why? Uh, in order that people should accept it. So Rashi says, I never heard this, but it makes a lot of sense, and I and I and I and I do this. Then Rabbi says a person should never put an Amy Yisera in his house because. Uh, there was an Adam Gadol that put an Amy Yisera, and like the Gemara says, he almost uh, ate a Dover He almost ate something which was forbidden, and we said, "What was that?" That was Aver Menachai, and we said, "We can't say that it's uh, we can't say that it's um, that he actually ate something because if a Behemtish Shatikim, like we said, Pinchas Binyar, like the the the, the um, I'm sorry, yeah, Pinchas Binyar, his 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 uh, we know the Gemara says. Even his animal didn't want to eat the mai, so Kol Shikin Atzadik never eats something even um, by mistake. Okay, then the Gemara brought that Sholach Lei Marukfa the the people that are, um, he says, basically, Marukfa asked Rebelazar Shalach, you have these people that are making me crazy, uh, can I go and rat them out to the government? So he, he wrote something and he said, the that you should keep quiet, that even though the Rishayim are bothering you, she keep quiet. So he says, but they drive me crazy. So he says, which means keep quiet and Hashem will take care, take care of the people bothering you. And he said, in the base of Medrash, go to the base of Medrash, and they're going to go away by themselves. And then the, as Rabbi Lazar was speaking, they locked up this guy, uh, Geneva, who was bothering him. As the Mepharshim said, he was a big Talmud Chacham, but he was a crazy guy. And they locked him up and they, uh, and, 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 and he was Nimsa the Malchus. Okay. Then Sholchulei Lemar Ukva. They asked Shalat Lemar Ukva, singing. Um, where do we know that singing nowadays it's usher? So he wrote on a search. The, the pasuk says Altisma Yisrael Gil Ba'amim that when you, you should not uh, be singing. So the Gemara asks, why doesn't he say clearly? The pasuk clearly says that when you're in a festive house, you should not be and drinking wine, you should not sing. So the Gemara says, if from that pasuk, I would think it's with a with a instrument, but what if we, with your mouth? I would think that it's mut- I would think that it's mutter kamashmul that it's asr. Now, what's this pasuk? So he says what the pasuk means is that when a person has kina in his in his uh, in his um, in his blood, that he's upset at his friend, that his friend hurt him, but then when he keeps quiet, then Hashem Shreichanad will help you and take care of your enemy. So he asked him, what about Sigleg Umadamna Vasansana? So he says, you know what, if this guy would be around, he would be able to darshan. And he says, you know what, the, the, the pshat is, is that somebody who is crying, that somebody is uh, taking away his parnasa with him, and he keeps quiet, so then Hashem is going to besnez, is going to make himself a din. Then, Amr um, where do we know that the chasen cannot uh, wear the klila, this, uh, this uh, crown? So he says, it's the Yisra Medrabanan. The Mishnah said, like we learned in Saita, that they made from Aspianus, they made it, you can't wear ataras chasanim. So then, what happened was, Rav Huna went to the restroom, so Rav Chizda says, it's a Befeidish Pasik. And he brought the whole Pasik of Koyim HaShem and Lekim, that Ahasra HaMetznefes, that when the Koyim Gadol removes the Metznefes, you, you have to remove the Atara. So, what happened was, he came back and he, th- he said, it's not true, Lekim, it's only Midra Okay. Then, the Gemara says, as Ravina found a Marbet of Ashi, that he was making this, uh, this uh, crown, this chair for his daughter. So he says, what do you mean? I want to do this. She says, no, that's only a man, but a woman is allowed to do this. So what does it mean, my zeis le zeis? So Rabbi Vida says, that Hashem says that 
when the Yidin are not, uh, take away the Mitznefes and take away the Torah. So the Malcha Shur says, this is the repayment for the Yidin saying Nasev and Ishma. So he says, they deserve it because they basically brought up the Zer into the Heichel. Then he said the Pasuk of Koyama Hashem Im Shleimim. So he said that if a person sees that he has, he's living paycheck to paycheck, he has enough parnasa, but only to live uh, enough. He can't have, doesn't have enough for tzedakah. So the Gemara says, Mutsumtsamim, uh, sorry, so Yasem and tzedakah, you should still give tzedakah a culture can if he has more. So he says that anybody who takes away from his property and gives tzedakah, he will be saved from Gehenim. And we said this is like a, uh, a mushal of two dechelis that were walking in the water. One was sheared, one was not sheared. And uh, the person who was uh, the, the Rachel was sheared, so he, he didn't have weight. They, they were able to last in the water. So same thing as when somebody gives, you know, a person is accumulated with, with a lot of weight in his, uh, in his life. You know, the weight of Gashmi. So when you give some of that away and you're lighter, then you're going to have a, a beautiful Elam Habo. Okay. Now what does it mean, V'inisech? So he says that even an Aniyah he should give Tzedakah, which means that when a person, even though it's difficult for him to give Tzedakah, Hashem will help him that he won't see any signs of Aniyah. Okay. Then we said, that Akwe Litzafin Chutzlaret. So we asked that it's from here that Akwe is on the north of Eretz Yisrael, but we're going to bring you a brisa from this whole din of that it's that it's not that that Fakert that Kaziv is the border or or Lav Lovely, which means Akwe is part of Eretz Yisrael. So he says no, there's really it's it's Chutzlaret, but there's just a Ritzua, a little strip that that's part of Eretz Yisrael. So the says you have to give a sign. Yes, I have a pasuk that gives me a sign. Then we brought a, a stira between two brises. One brisa says. When a person brings a get in a, he is, this, like we explained, this boat is in Eretz Yisrael. And he's riding the get in Eretz Yisrael on the boat. He's bringing the get. So one writer says it has a din of Eretz Yisrael, which he does not have to say B'fanai. And the other writer says, Ki maybe the that he doesn't have to say B'fanai. So he said it's not a, it's not a, it's not a stira. It depends, uh, we brought this Afra Chutz If you have soil that you brought from, uh, you brought soil from Chutzlaret, you brought it on a boat, and then vegetables started growing. So according to Tanakame, um, it has the din that of Eretz Yisrael that it's Mechuyiv in Meiser and Shviz. Why? Because the fact is the boat is in Eretz Yisrael, so the soil also has the din of Eretz Yisrael. Where so, was it hmm? where was it written on the boat? Yeah, on the boat. You're not where it came from. On the boat, on the boat. It was written, it was given to the Shteach on the boat. So Rabbi Yudha says, he argues with the Tanakam, he says that this offer, Chutz La'aretz, that grew on the boat, uh, it depends. If the Svina is actually touching the, the uh, touching the land of Eretz Yisrael, then it has a din of Eretz Yisrael. But if it's not touching, then it's Pater, because the boat is in the middle of the Yam, the Naharis don't have the din of Eretz Yisrael. So the same thing, that would also be, the Bryce which says, I maybe get the Svinas, maybe get Eretz Yisrael, will hold like the Chachamim, that it always has the Din of Eretz Yisrael, and the Bryce which says, I maybe get the Chutz Laaretz, that's talking about a case when the boat is not touching the land. So Abayah says, no, they're both Rabbi Yehuda, and it depends. Very simple. One is Gisheshes, it has the Din of Eretz Yisrael, and it's not Gisheshes, it does not have the Din of Eretz Yisrael. And says that in the case when you have this flower pot, which is Munach Agabi Yisedes, so now, like we explained, that uh, this, this um, flower pot is in Eretz Yisrael, it's not touching the land of Eretz Yisrael, but it, it gets the Aver of Eretz Yisrael. So the Shaila is, is Mukhoyev in Maeser or not? So the Gemara says it will be a Machlekes between Rabbi Yehuda and the Rabbanon. The Chachamim will hold that 
the land is um, that the land is always part of Eretz Yisrael. He'll hold that here also it's part of Eretz Yisrael. But according to Rabbi Yehuda, he'll hold that something that grows on the Svina is Pater Memeiser because since it's not uh, it's not touching the land, so therefore he'll hold that in the case of the Alt Snok of Amunach Rabbi say this is Pater Memeiser. So Rabbi says no, that's not true. Maybe you could say that Rabbi Yehuda. Only over there in the Mishnah he holds his potter because the Svina moves around. So since it moves around, it's not stationed in one place. So we're saying it's not part of the land. But when it comes to Otsis, which it is stationed, maybe the Avir is, gets its nourishment from the, from the ground. And the Gemara said... How so? What happens if you land in an airplane? What's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? How do you get it from the ground? One second, one second. Let me finish and then I'll answer. Inami, or maybe the Chachamim said that only by the case of the Svina... By the case of the boat, by the case of the boat, which you don't have the ear uh, making a hefsek between the boat and the karka, so maybe we're going to say that the water and the karka basically are all one, the, the water is like one long karka. But by the case of the otzitz, by the case of the flower pot, which is munach agabi, say this, which over there the ground or the avir is separating the otzitz from the ground, maybe he's going to hold that it will be. Um, not mukhib in Thomas and Mike. Let's take a minute break and then we'll do the next number. Yeah, I just want to put it out there just again. People ask me, people text me privately, you know, you do two blah, it's too tough. So I just want to repeat again. It's only it's only till next week. I just people ask me to catch up to the Dafiemi cycle. So it's only really till Sunday, Monday, and then we're gonna 